Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity.
and let the sun shine in and open up your hearts. That's what the gentleman, and I mean gentleman, that I have here for you today to talk to reminds me of. He is a master in astrology. He also is the owner and director of the Astrological and Metaphysical Research Center in Miami. His name is Jeffrey Brock, and I am so excited to start talking and chatting with him. You're not going to believe what kind of uh, astrology he delves into, amongst other things that Jeffrey does. Let me give you a little synopsis about this man, and then I'm going to actually let you hear him speak, if I can keep my mouth quiet, because he is just so interesting. Jeffrey has at least 36 years behind him in astrology, and he does karmic, metaphysical, spiritual, and relationship astrology. He also specializes in business and personal astrology. We're going to have to ask him about all those different astrologic uh, differences in any of them. And I think this is so cool because I know we can all see this in our birth chart too. He also he practices astrology professionally, but he has a, a expertise in health and healing that stems from an extensive background in natural foods and the industry. He's a wonderful stargazing guide, which is super cool because I always look at the sky, never know what I'm looking at, except sometimes I can pick the Big Dipper out. And he also is an, an extensive experience in giving lectures, in being a seminar leader. He And he is also licensed in something you and I are not going to know exactly what it is, but I'm going to ask him, and that's he's an avatar master. And of course, the clinical psychotherapist uh, is something that I am also interested in. So before, I mean, my words are all jumbled because he does so much. He's got so much experience in looking at the sky and charting out the sky and letting us know what's in our charts, what's coming for the future. And karmic means coming from the past. So this is super cool. And today, he is actually bringing us a different type of astrology. He's going to be talking about medical astrology, and I think that is just the neatest thing. So please, everyone, say hello and welcome Jeffrey Brock to the house. Hi, Jeffrey. Hi, Bonnie. It's very good to be here. Thank you. I'm so excited. I don't even know where to start. I'm so excited. I, I, I want you to tell everybody because there's some things going on that I know is real significant and everybody can relate to. And I'm sure you know what I'm going to say that happens on August 30th. But before we actually get into that, I want you to tell everybody who you are, what you love to do, and what you bring to the 3D world. So go for it. Well, I'm an astrologer, Bonnie, as you've uh, related to our audience today, and I'm most happy to be here and to talk with uh, you and your listening audience about that subject that I love so much. And today, of course, is uh, we have a moon in, in Gemini, and so that's just a wonderful place to have a good old conversation. Ah, I love it. <laughs> well, let me ask a question. What is, you know... Uh, we're going to start with the basics and then, you know, I'm going to draw you into all the other things that I see on your bio, but you know, and this just, it's already started for me anyway. Uh, it is Mercury going retrograde. 
I've had computer issues, phone issues, text issues. I can't even tell you what other issues, but can you tell the audience? Because everyone knows what Mercury, everybody, even people who don't relate to astrology or don't even think about metaphysics, they always know the saying Mercury is in retrograde. Can you explain why we're all like, ah, pulling our hair out when we hear that phrase? Well, it's a very interesting time for everybody, of course, and uh, the actual beginning of this Mercury retrograde is on the 30th of August, as you mentioned, at uh, mm -hmm. 9.04 a.m. on Eastern Time, and Mercury goes retrograde three times a year, Bonnie, and it's retrograde for about three weeks each time, and each time Mercury goes retrograde, of course, it's uh, because Mercury has a lot to do with communications and connections between things that we need to take extra special care uh, in all the important communications that we we make and uh, uh, also to to double check uh, and confirm agendas and schedules and meeting times and things like that otherwise they can get very quickly misunderstood and and uh, opportunities can be missed why do you think we all, well, uh, one is, why does Mercury go retrograde? And what good does it do us? Like, you know, when we look in the sky, and I know you're one of the experts, why does it do this three times a year? I think this year it's four times, isn't it? Uh, no, three times this year again. Uh, okay. Uh, but Mercury goes retrograde because of our, the Earth and Mercury, of course, uh, are in mutual uh, uh, orbits around the sun. And just like if you're traveling down the highway and you're going 55 or 60 miles an hour and there's a car down the road that's only traveling at, at, at uh, 50 miles an hour, at some point you're going to pass them. And as you are passing that other, other uh, car, it's going to appear like it's going backwards for a little while as you pass it. It's not, of course, it's still moving forward but it looks like it's going backwards. So similarly, when a planet turns retrograde, it's uh, our mutual orbits around the sun, and we, the Earth, and that planet are at its closest position to each other. So as we pass that planet, or they are passing us, uh, that planet may appear to be moving backwards in the sky for a short period of time. So that's the reason why a planet will appear to be retrograde, so-called, and it's only a, uh, an appearance. It's not actual. It's not actually going backwards, of course. Otherwise, it would quickly fall into the sun. But uh, So it's just an apparent motion, and uh, uh, it lasts for some period of time, and it appears to stop in the sky and go direct again. Did you have but something to add, Bonnie? Yeah, why? But I'm I'm talking more metaphysically. Why does it? Why does it cause all these things? Like, you know, is there a, a metaphysical reason that we have to have communications all fuzzy and, and and recheck them, or is it just the way the energetic planets work? Because, you know, I always wonder. You know, when you look at Mercury retrograde and everybody pulls their hair out, and nobody wants to buy a computer, they don't want to buy a phone, they don't, because they know that. Uh, or signing contracts. Is there a reason that it actually metaphysically happens to us three times a year? Is there a reason? The, uh, the planet's energies are internalized more than they usually are. 
So when Mercury goes retrograde, it's an opportunity for us to, instead of attempting to organize everything on the external plane, it's a much, it's a very good time to be reorganizing on the interior plane. So as an example, to go into your office or your business or whatever and reorganize there, reorganize your paperwork and maybe do some filing as an example, rather than letting everything pile up. Um, also to be reorganizing ourselves on an internal level as well and to rethink where we've been and where we've been going and to maybe take some course correction measures at that time. Now, if you take advantage of that, what happens is after the planet turns direct, in this case Mercury, uh, after it turns direct again, you're able to take advantage of the opportunities that maybe have been right there that you have not been as alert to them. Does that make sense? Oh, yes, it totally makes sense. And now I want to go backwards, and then we're going to go in and delve into your bio a little bit. So we had a full moon, and somebody alerted me to the fact that it might be a partial lunar eclipse, which means the endings of things. And what's weird is when that happened, three things ended abruptly that uh, that I know about in my in my family, and I thought wow, th is this what a full moon, partial lunar eclipse out on the 22nd means? The ending of something and hopefully soon the beginning of something new. That's right. We're, uh, we've just gone through the partial lunar eclipse on August 18th, of course. And that was actually in the sign of Aquarius, 22 degrees of Aquarius. And now we're about to experience a solar eclipse, which is like a new moon. And that's going to happen on September 1st. And uh, then we're going to have another lunar eclipse on the 16th of September. So we're right in the middle of eclipse season right now. And eclipses, uh, whether they're solar or lunar, do indicate a season of change, whether that may wow. be beginnings or endings. We're definitely right now a strong cycle of of change and the uh, the difference is that the solar eclipse is a new moon or a new beginning and the solar eclipse is a uh, uh, I mean a solar eclipse is a new beginning I'm sorry a lunar eclipse is a full moon always and can uh, it brings everything to a high point naturally and a culmination and may very well also bring into play endings as well that's crazy. You know, now that I'm so attuned to it and I'm, I love astrology, I just don't know so much about it. And it takes so long to like, you know, you're always learning that I'm ADD, can't do it, but I love people like you because then I, I can learn, I can download a little. But ever since then, I feel the effects of those full moons and, and uh, new moons. I think they're pretty cool. Now in your chart, in your bio and I love your bio. You do so much. Can you explain the difference? You've got all kinds of astrology that you actually, you know, really, really resonate with. And they fascinate me, especially you've got metaphysical, karmic, which spiritual and relationship astrology. Can you see all this in the chart? And do you relate them to different houses? And what is the difference between all of them, including the medical astrology we're going to talk about today? Well, uh, Bonnie, that's a very interesting question you ask. 
Of course, the chart is the astrological chart is based on four uh, pieces of information. In order to calculate a chart accurately, of course, you need some kind of a name or some kind of a tag for what it is, the date of the birth or the beginning, the uh, the place of the birth on the earth, and the time of the birth or the time of the origination of the event. Now, uh, once you get those inf those four, uh, they call it in Chinese the four legs of the table. And you need four legs really to calculate the chart. You can do something useful with only three without the time, but to really make a good job of it, you really need all four pieces that are accurately understood. Now, uh, once you have that map in front of you, and it is just a, uh, uh, a two-dimensional drawing, of course, uh, with a bunch of symbols and numbers in it, it's basically a, like a, a prism, basically. It, it allows you to see all kinds of different levels within that beginning point. Now, of course, even a big, huge oak tree originates from just an acorn. But within all wrapped up in that acorn is the unfolding possibilities of the entire huge oak tree. And yes. similarly, uh, a chart is just the same thing. So the beginning point uh, is the marker of the possibilities of what can become. And to understand that, that uh, that collective, uh, if one has the understanding and the ability to separate the pieces, you can uh, understand what possibilities are within it. Now, uh, we can go much further in all these things, of course. Uh, so uh, every astrologer who is going to do work uh, with individuals on a frequent or semi-frequent basis needs to at least understand the rudimentary uh, origins and beginnings of all of this and to be able to take a basic uh, birth chart of the, be the beginning of the individual or the event or whatever it is and begin to look at that and to understand the basics of what is there. But there are many, many avenues to astrology and of course there's many ways to, uh, shall I say, update the chart to any particular time frame. I, I, that isn't that sense. a call? Absolutely. That's what's called a progressive or a progression. I, I, because I, I think I get one every year. I'm, I'm not sure, but that and and you progress the birth chart. But what I, but I'm really interested in, and I, I love is that you can see individual pieces and hone in on those pieces. I know today we're going to talk about uh, the medical astrology part, but you also can do karmic. You can do you can do past lives. You can do uh, all the different you can see in in the house of how many partners you have there's and you do a business astrology too so there is so many aspects we could talk about we're going to pull only one or two today because there's just so much that it would be way too broad for you know for you to get into everything but i wanted everybody to see what you get into on a very uh very scaled uh way because I think people don't realize what you can actually see one element in a chart could t <laughs> you could talk 36 hours straight on and I want somebody 
out there to understand that there's so many aspects and facets of the chart and today we're going to get to one of them but there's other things that you do and that fascinate me and i don't know what an avatar you, you say you're an avatar is a you're a licensed avatar master what is that well avatar is uh, um, a name of a graduate of various courses from uh, this company called uh, Star's Edge International, which has its origins and where it's based is in uh, Orlando area. And it has a lot to do with how we, we uh, live our lives through what we believe it, it is. So it has a lot to do with our beliefs and uh, how we can possibly change our beliefs and uh, how we can then live through them or to uh, create our lives through whatever beliefs we care to believe in. That's a summary. That's it's, uh, so it's, inter it's interesting. It's very, very intense course. It has a lot to do with, uh, you know, uncovering your core beliefs and perhaps redesigning, if you wish, to redesign uh, your belief system into things that you do wish to believe. So I'm not so active in Avatar anymore as I used to be years ago because I find that uh, the medium of astrology reveals the belief systems anyway through the second house of the chart. Really? I can't wait. I never, I, that I've not heard of, so I can't wait for you to look into mine. But, but, but I know that's not what, we're, what, what we're, we're talking about. But that is so interesting. You could tell what somebody believes in by the second house, right? Is that what you just said? That's one place we look at it. I mean, you're... Your, uh, uh, the planets have a lot to do with this, of course, in terms of adding and subtracting different flavorings to all this. But uh, in simplicity, you can think about uh, 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 the second house as your beliefs and values more accurately, and especially the placement of Venus also. Uh, the moon and the placement of the sign of cancer has also to do with specifically your beliefs. So that's wow. also involved as well. I love that. And last, and then we'll get into the medical astrology, is your clinical hypnotherapy. Uh, your clinical hypnotherapy, that helps you, wouldn't you, that looks like the north and south node, you know, because hypnotherapy to me, and I, and I, and I love uh, past lives, would be, you know, I know that I have a friend who's a hypnotherapist, and he helps people with phobias and fears and that's going back into it could be many lifetimes so how do you how do you like or work your hypnotherapy or do you still do it well i'm definitely involved in hypnosis and uh everything i do in terms of the communications i have with people definitely involves hypnosis and hypnotherapy uh my teacher and guide as i became a clinical hypnotherapist years ago leaned over and whispered in my ear that she said, well, you know, everything is hypnosis. <laughs> that was a <laughs> wonderful sort of synopsis of the whole thing. And we're really, she's quite right. <laughs> you know, it's not what we say, it's how we say it, right? So, Absolutely. Um, uh, hypnosis was a, was a path I decided to cover because uh, through the analysis of a chart, of course, you can un, uh, unveil or begin to understand various patterns that people have that perhaps do not serve them very well. So I wanted a, a, a science or a, a tool or something to help people uh, 
to begin to change those deeply rooted habit patterns and predispositions that they have that is so accurately revealed in a birth chart. I love, you know, I just love everything about that birth chart. You know, I should carry mine around and then when any, it's kind of like the alert bracelet. When anybody any, asks me anything, I'm just going to hand them my birth chart. That's how I feel, how important it is. Probably, and I love that you do uh, medical astrology. And I don't know why that came to me, but I see an alert bracelet. Like, you know, instead of having your allergies written on your hand, you really should have your uh your birth chart there it'll tell people a lot more don't you think well years ago of course astrology was very mainstream in society and there were whole uh divisions in colleges and universities in europe that were all about astrology and not only in europe but also in the in the far east as well in the middle east and the far east definitely there were whole divisions or departments of these colleges devoted to the study of astrology and the various branches of it, which medical astrology is one. I think that's so cool. Can you tell us what, now we're getting into the subject. Can you tell everyone what exactly is the definition of medical astrology? And we're going to get into it and we're going to discuss it. And I want to know what you look at to determine uh, that medical part of astrology for a client of yours. Well, I... Really, to be perfectly frank with you, I hate that term. I much prefer the term health-based astrology. Because um, okay. I cannot claim to be a medical astrologer. I mean, I'm not a, I'm a medical astrologer, so-called, but I'm not a medical doctor, so I cannot claim to be practicing medicine in any, in any way, shape, or form. I'm a guide, I'm a counselor, and I'm somebody who is steeped in, in the understanding in many regards in terms of the health. And the chart, of course, besides being a reflection of your, uh, your habit patterns and predispositions, is a fabulous mechanism for understanding the basic chemistry of a person, both psychological, spiritual, and in this case, physical as well. So understanding the physical chemistry, which of course is related to the other levels of the chemistry of the person, uh, uh, can be addressed and discussed very accurately. Now, of course, in classical astrology, the, the area of the chart you look at for the health is, uh, is the sixth house or the sixth division of the wheel. I knew it. But, but where we begin, actually, even more accurately, is with the first house, because the first house of the chart is a reflection of your basic constitution. Uh, the sixth house is more of a reflection of your condition and the... Uh, uh, so both areas are extremely important, as well as any planetary groupings in the chart as well. Like right now, as we talk, we have the Sun, the Venus, Jupiter, and Mercury all in the sign of Virgo right now, of course. And the North Node also is in Virgo at the present time. So that's a whole planetary cluster there that if it showed up in anybody that was born at this particular time, would have to be addressed in terms of the medical possibilities or the health-related possibilities contained within the chart. Well, what would that be? Like, you know, the word Virgo scares me, and everybody knows I cannot handle when anybody says any earth signs. But, if you know, the first thing I go to with Virgo is, oh, no, whoever's born now is going to be hypercritical, but mostly of themselves, 
critical of others, but thinking it's in a positive way. Um, very, very, very uh, uh, perfectionist type um, attitude. So and, and and grounded. So anybody, and I know I'm not an astrologist, but that's what scares me when I hear Virgo. Um, what if if somebody was born and had a, a child today, and looking at the what you're seeing i want to say stellium but i don't know why so looking at those clusters of, of stars and planets and everything what would you say their health issues would be or you well, can't tell particular cluster and the word stellium of course you're quite right to use that word because a stellium actually technically means three planets in a sign or and or three planets in a house in astrology so Right now, we definitely have a stellium in Virgo and a stellium in the 10th house, which is uh, where these planets were at, at the beginning of our talk today. So uh, Virgo has to do in terms of the health with the, the intestines, of course, uh, especially the small intestine, having linkages also with the, the lower lobes of the liver and uh, the pancreas as well. And it has to do with assimilation and digestion. So we have to discuss that function in the body uh, because with that kind of a cluster in that sun, in that area of the zodiac, we tend to mean that uh, we may very well at some point or other or, or for a long period of time have some difficulties or, or congestions in that area. Wow. I think that's so interesting. Uh, Go ahead. Now, right now we have... Uh, 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 as we as we began this this uh, talk today, we had Scorpio rising in the chart as well in the eastern horizon, and in the first area of the chart we have Saturn and Mars, which just yesterday were exactly together. They were came together in the sky in the sign of, uh, of Sagittarius. So the first house of the chart indicating the constitution and the, the physical body itself definitely has to also be addressed. And of course, Scorpio being there on the Eastern horizon when we began today, definitely can also indicate uh, uh, concentrations or congestions within the body as well and in the intestinal region especially. So that would have wow. to be also addressed to begin with. So these two signs in this respect are working together for the good or the the, uh, the, the not-so-good elements pertaining to the health. And that's not even going to the house of health yet in terms of uh, uh, classical definitions of where we would look. That is so cool. And I want to bring this to my callers. So if I, I, I want everyone to know on, if you would like Jeffrey to look and see, again, we aren't physicians. Um, I am a nurse, though, but we are physicians. It's just all about health and what we can look at. And it is so cool because Jeffrey did mine and he was so spot on. That's why I wanted to bring this to you. I know that you're going to be fascinated. So if you have and you want to take a look and see what's in your house of health, what we need is, Jeffrey, we need their name, right? Their birth time, their, their date, and where they were born, correct? Oh, that's quite correct. Now, best of all, of course, <laughs> is the birth time is very, very important and quite critical in terms of the work that I do. And the more accurate the time of the birth, 
the more accurate the chart will be. Now, many people born in other areas of the world, of course, very often will tell me, and many people here in this country too, will tell me that they're born exactly on the hour or exactly on the half hour. But actually, that's probably just an estimate by whoever made a note of it at the time, because rarely are people exactly born on the hour, as an example. So the best source of a birth time is the birth certificate, of course, because that was somebody who probably wrote it down at the time of the birth or close to the actual time. Uh, somebody's memory, mother's memory, 25 or 35 years after the fact, is much less likely to be accurate. So the accuracy of the birth time plays a big role in terms of how spot on I can be as a as a as a coach. I think that you know I've got to tell you because this is really funny, or maybe it's not funny, but you're so right. Well, I look on my birth. I, I have my birth certificate, and it didn't have a time. So I have a friend that's an astrologist. Um, if he he is. Uh, He's been studying it for I uh, probably sixty years, but he um, he tight he it was very time consuming. But he also said, and many astrologists, I don't know how you feel about this, but he takes certain. I mean, I knew around when I was born, but what he did is he took certain uh, incidents that happened in my life that were important: my birth, my wedding, my children's birth deaths in the family and he said Bonnie you were almost right but you were four minutes off so he titrated my time back to uh, four minutes and he said that four minutes in the sky could be a whole different look ball game and what they call that titrating or there's a word for it and very few uh, urologists very few <laughs> that's my husband very few astrologists do that anymore because it's all done in computer correct well, it used to be all done by hand, of course, uh, yes. in the uh, before the 1960s, and we began to have these computers. But uh, um, process is called rectification, and That's uh, it. that is a, is an involved process. And um, I don't pretend to be any great expert in the area of rectification. Uh, there are astrologers that are experts in that area, um, so. Uh, somebody does not know their time of birth, they are advised to go find a birth certificate first or, and also to obtain, oftentimes in many areas, uh, and in Florida as well especially, but not everywhere. Uh, before they create the birth certificate, uh, they, all, they first of all create what's called a certificate of live birth. And then from that document, they make the birth certificate. And oftentimes, if the birth certificate is not on the certificate itself, if the time is not there, they can go to the certificate of live birth and find it there, in fact. Now, uh, some places do that, some places do not. So it depends where you are, where you were born. Uh, but that's another place you could possibly find an accurate birth time. Now, barring that, of course, just as you said, uh, a list of various incidents that were in your life, your marriage, uh, your parents, if anybody significant to you died, children's births, marriages, etc., car accidents, and so on. Those can also be very good indicators to a, a professional astrologer doing rectification to help you find exactly what time of day you were born.
Yeah, and you have to have a, a, an idea, I, I would think. But there's one other question before we get to the callers, and we've got a lot of them. But uh, one other thing I we're really interested in, and I'd love to do a show on it. And I don't know um, what I don't know what it's called, and there is a name for it. People sometimes don't know or don't feel good in a certain area, and I know there's it's called cartification or cart a, a cart cartography where you can look and say hey i'm an aquarius and this state or city is an aquarius or or an air sign and so you should do really well in that city or state cartography i think it's called do you know anything about cartography? if you do how accurate do you feel that is uh it's called astro cartography and, yeah uh, that's it <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> It's very interesting. They uh, astrocartography um, uh, was came was came about in the in the seventies by a guy by the name of Jim Lewis. He was an astrologer as well. I I knew him. He's passed along now. But what they do with your accurate chart, of course, is to basically draw the lines of the planets over a map of the world. Nowadays, we have software that can do this very quickly and easily. And you can focus in on a particular area of the planet that you want to focus on nowadays with the more modern software. Uh, some softwares are better than others in this regard. Um, and uh, yes, I do believe in it. I think it has a, a lot to do with things, especially if you have a desire to move, first of all, from where you are, and you have an idea about what you want to do in the place you want to move in. Now, once you have an idea, or the astrologer has an idea of where, what you want to do, they can advise you where to go on the planet or within the country or whatever, where it may be better for you to be in terms of accomplishing your goals or your direction that you want to travel in. I think that's fascinating. And Jeffrey, I, I believe in all astrology. I think or I feel that it is so important that we all have a roadmap to our life, to our past lives and to our future events. And so that's why I just always want to uh, bring astrology to my audience. Again, I, I threw questions at you. You didn't even know we were gonna uh, we were gonna go over, but getting back to our subject, but I'm telling you, I just love all of astrology and we'll have to do different segments, but we are gonna go into a medical astrology. We have a lot of people that wanna talk to you. So if you are, if I pick you up, these are the things you need. You need your birth time your birthday, where you were born, and you can give us your name. So I am going to pick up. For our purposes, Bonnie, I think the, the person's first name. So I can the address them. The person's first name. Yeah, well, that's all yeah. I need for our purposes today. When people come yeah. to see me personally, of course, that's another thing. I want their whole name. Uh, that doesn't, uh, I, I'm not using numerology. I'm using astrology. Whatever name you give me is fine with me. I don't care. Well, I will tell you, everyone, right at the end of the show, and maybe towards the middle, too, we'll let you know how to get a hold of Jeffrey Brock. He is he is a astrologist. He does this for a living. He has done it for many years. And I 
am excited to bring him to you and also for you to be able to call and get your own reading in astrology on astrology and 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 he does so many uh, different parts of your chart that i couldn't even get to it today so we are going to bring jeffrey back to do different segments today it is uh, what did you want to instead of medical astrology you want me to say health astrology i'm so medical though jeffrey because i'm a nurse so i always use that term my husband's a surgeon so as we all are going to preface this is we are not doctors we don't diagnose this is just an insight into things in your chart that will give you health oriented information so we are going to pick up our first caller and that is 330 oh i hope i uh, you know the board is getting so well here we go oh no okay this is called mercury retrograde 330 you are on with jeffrey brock hi Hello. 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 What is your, Hello. you're on with Jeffrey Brock, the astrologist. So what is hello. your name? Hi. Sandy. Sandy. Say hello to Jeffrey and Jeffrey, she's yours. Hello, Jeffrey. I have a son named Jeffrey, so. Well, that'd be <laughs> easy for you to remember. Your name is Sandy, is that your name? Sandy, yes. Okay. Yeah. S-A-N-D-Y or I-E? Y. Okay, Sandy. Hurricane uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sandy. What is, your, what is your date of birth, Sandy? It's uh, 313-1951. And what time of day were you born? 1029 a.m. Wow, that's accurate. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> 1029 a.m. Where did you get that birth time from, Sandy? Uh, Akron, Ohio. It's, it's on a birth certificate. You're just showing off, Sandy. It's okay. <laughs> It's Akron, Ohio, and Plymouth County, correct? Um, it was Summit County. Summit County. Right. Okay, I got it. I found it. Okay, Sandy. Uh, um, have you had your chart done before? No. Uh, well, uh, of course, you know you're uh, Pisces. That's when you were born, or the sun was when you were born. And the moon when you were born, Sandy, was in Taurus, at the very end of Taurus, at 29 degrees of Taurus, very uh, auspicious degree, actually. And Gemini is your rising sign. Uh, so how can I help you today, Sandy? What would you like to know? Um, well, I... I'm I'm nervous all the time, and um, I am on blood pressure medication and thyroid. Um, but I just feel uh, a lot of anxiety all the time, and I I don't. We have a pending move coming up, um, 
and uh, I don't know if it's it's based on that or if there's something internally going on with me that you know it my body's trying to tell me something, but I don't know if you can see anything with that. Well, yeah, right off the bat, Sandy, uh, what I can tell you is with Gemini rising in your chart, Gemini is very much uh, prone to nervous conditions and uh, also related to uh, the lungs as well, but especially the, the nerves and the nerve system. Uh, so you definitely are showing those symptoms already as you've reported to me already. Uh, so uh, uh, you need to be... Uh, uh, taking good care of yourself in terms of stress. Stress is not your friend, Sandy, especially, as you well know, being uh, a Pisces as well. It has something to do with it as well, which I won't get into all the depth of that right at this point. Um, also, uh, where Mercury was when you were born was very, very close to the sun. Uh, in fact, your sun sign, Pisces, and where the sun was when you were born is right in between Jupiter on the one hand and Mercury on the other. So uh, uh, definitely uh, uh, there's a few things I want to say to you. One of them is that uh, uh, you need extra B-complex in your diet, my dear, one, one way or the other, whether that's through supplements or whether you find it through your foods, especially complex carbohydrates contain more B-complex. You definitely need more bees in your in your diet, one way or the other, and that'll help you to deal with stress very much. Now you also okay. need to take very good care of your lungs as well, my dear. Um, uh, stretching will also help to a degree if you do anything like yoga or anything like that, or get a good amount of, you know, not extreme but moderate exercise. That'll help you a lot too. Does this make any okay. sense? Yes, and I had been exercising before, and I kind of dropped off the wagon, and I do feel that I I need that as an outlet. Uh, even if it's just uh, walking on a daily basis, uh, I don't know where you live, but, but uh, I live down here in Miami, so I have to be aware of the heat, of course. So if you live in a hotter climate like I do, then maybe you want to pick up uh, walking either in the early morning or the later afternoon periods uh, when it will be a little bit cooler maybe. Um, okay. But, you know, some kind of regular exercise, and I know with somebody like you with being Pisces so strongly and with Gemini rising, you can uh, begin things and then not finish them often. And uh, <laughs> so things can be off and on again. But I encourage you to get back on it again and, and do some degree of exercise and Make sure at least if you're walking that you're, you know, walking at a speed where it increases your heart rate and you're breathing more heavily and you're maybe swinging your arms. And okay. uh, hopefully you're wearing a good pair of shoes because Pisces rules the feet, of course, so you need to take good care of your, your feet with some good shoes at all times. Um, okay, that's... No, uh, you know... Um, I also want to say that uh, that uh, you're you have a lot of water in your chart, a lot of the signs and the planets and water signs. But I have a feeling you you tend to need a lot of fluids. You do. You need to drink a lot of water, especially. So yeah. you want to even push fluids, because even if you begin to think you're 
you're a little thirsty, you know, the body is dehydrated probably to a greater extent than you think. So that's very important in your case is drinking plenty of fluids. Now, okay. I think, Sandy, you're also a great talker, too, like I am. <laughs> and once you get started, especially with somebody you're friends with, it's hard to, to, to stop. And so talking, of course, also, you know, quickly evaporates the fluids of the body. So you need to, to especially when you're with, sitting with friends or walking or talking or whatever with friends where you're talking a lot, keep some water around you, either a bottle of water or a glass or something, so you can sip at the fluids, because that's very important. Okay. I must be super dehydrated, because I always talk, and <laughs> I must be super dehydrated. But you know, Sandy, I always inject myself into every caller. But I do want to tell you, for Jeffrey, and for anybody listening, uh, Jeffrey, you that you do this for a living. It is so important to have a whole birth chart, natal chart done, not just this part of it. So, Jeffrey, before we actually say goodbye to Sandy, I do want you to give everyone how to get a hold of you because this is this is so important. I can't tell you. I keep updates on my astrology, and Jeffrey actually just gave me some and great, great, great tidbits and. It's all about your birth chart and then progressing it and then looking into it. You can't imagine what it tells you. So, Jeffrey, how can they, if they want a reading with you, and I always say a reading, but actually it's an astrological chart done and updates and things that you actually look and delve into. How can they get a hold of you to get one done? Well, my my number, my phone number is 786 8 Seven 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 three seven five at seven eight six eight seven 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 three seven five and another way a great way to reach me because uh, to get an accurate uh, the accurate birth information I do like it in written form so uh, if you get get to me by phone first I'll give you my email also and that's Brock like my last name B R O C K one two zero that's Brock120 at bellsouth.net. It's one word, B-E-L-L-S-O-U-T-H dot net. I'm going to make so you do my of, stuff. <laughs> uh, either one of those two uh, to your listening audience, either one of my phone number or the email, you'll reach me quickly, and I promise I'll get back as soon as I possibly can as well. Jeffrey, um, you're amazing. And I, is there anything else you would like to tell Sandy before we move in, on to the next caller? Because you've got several that need to get a hold of you. Uh, is there anything else you want her to watch for? Or anything else you'd like to tell her? Well, yes. One other thing, Sandy, is this: the B complexes will help you a lot because I think with the amount of uh, Pisces you have in your chart, there's also a certain amount of water blockage or tendency to retain fluids as well. So especially B6 is a specific B vitamin that will help to uh, to let go of because uh, that is a a uh, um, it'll help you to release excess fluids in your body as well as just eat good lots of good fresh vegetables and uh, take good care of your throat too my dear because there is some tendencies yeah. towards uh, uh, throat area and you said you were working on your thyroid and uh, I think that. Uh, that uh, uh, and that relates definitely to trace minerals, and trace minerals are tend to be very scarce in people's diets these days. 
I could go on for an hour just on that subject. But uh, uh, I eat more root vegetables. Deep leafy green vegetables also, Sandy, will help you a lot. Okay. So yeah, does, I hope we've helped. Yeah, I hope we helped you, That's Sandy. Great. Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. Right. Oh, we're, we love hearing from you. All right. Bye, right. Hurricane Bye. Sandy. <laughs> I just love Bye. that. What a, what a storm. Okay, 857, you are on with Jeffrey. The, uh, the ma I'm going to call you a master astrologer. Do you call yourself a master astrologer? I'll leave that for other people to decide. Okay, you're on with the master astrologer, Jeffrey Brock. Hi. Hi. Who are How we are speaking you? to? Um, Catherine. Hi, Catherine. We're what? doing fabulous. Go ahead, Jeffrey. That's You've great. got Catherine. Catherine, hello. How are you? Good in yourself, sir. I'm okay today. I'm very happy to, to be talking to you. Catherine, would you spell your first name for me, please? It's spelled K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. Catherine, when is your birth date? It's 04-18-1970. I was born at 9.15 p.m. I'm sorry, you said 4. What was the date, actually? It was 04-18-1970. I'm sorry, I still didn't get the number of the month. I heard April. Um, 18, the, the date is 18-1970. that correct? Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. 18-1970. Yes, sir. And uh, your time again? At 9.15 p.m. 9.15 p.m. Yes, sir. And where were you born, Catherine? Where did you say? Maybe I'm not. Uh, where did you say? Um, Cusper, Georgia. Where in Georgia? Oh. Cusper, Georgia. I'm sorry, I still didn't hear you. Um, Cuthbert, C-U-T-H-B-E-R-T, Cuthbert, Georgia. Cuthbert, yeah, Cuthbert, Georgia, yes, gotcha. Yes, Catherine, until he's ready, I'll be talking to you. Well, just tell me when you're ready, Jeffrey. So, Catherine, is this the first time you've yes. called the show? No, ma'am. Okay, so you know my show. <laughs> yes, oh. ma'am. <laughs> I'm so happy. I love hearing that because uh, that's why I do these shows. I love, love to keep my audience. And I, and so when I, I get new callers, I love it. And when I get callers that, you know, that always listen, I have people that send me notes when I'm, when I'm not here saying, Bonnie, we miss your show. So I'm really happy that you, uh, you're, you're a regular listener, or at least I think you're a regular listener. Are you ready, Jeffrey? I am. Hello, Catherine. I need to know again where you were born. I can't find it yet. Would you spell it slowly for me? It's C-U-T-H-B-E-R-T, Cuthbert. It's also called Randolph Clay. Cuthbert, Georgia. Is that what it is? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I, I need you to spell it again. I'm sorry. I didn't hear it properly. It's C. U T H 
C-U-T-H. Cuthbert. C-U-T-H-V, like Victor? Yeah. No, C-U-T. Um, yes. Oh, yeah, C-U-T, Cuthbert, C-U-T-H, B-E-R-T, Cuthbert, Georgia. B-E-R-T. Yes. Yes, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Randolph County. Huh? Okay, I got it. Now I found it. Oh, thank goodness, Jeffrey. Or we would have had to tell her she's not from this planet Earth. Maybe there's a Cuthbert in one of like a Sierra system or something like that. I think Catherine's from Neptune. Neptune, all right. You're from Neptune. I love hearing that. Neptune, awful of water. Big, big staff with those things that, you know, to spear fish. Well, I don't like it because I don't like killing things. But go ahead, Jeffrey. Go for it. All right, Catherine, uh, you're an Aries, of course, as you well know, right? Yes, sir. And you have a Virgo moon. Your moon is in Virgo when you were born, very close, very close to the planet Pluto. And you have Scorpio rising in the east when you were born, and Neptune was very, very close there. So I said that you were from Neptune. So, uh, <laughs> That's so cute. Uh, uh, Catherine, um, um, yes, sir. Um, you also have a, a three, uh, you have three planets in Taurus in the sixth house, the house of health. So I think I'm drawn to talking about that. First of all, is that uh, uh, with three planets in Taurus in the third uh, in the sixth house, you definitely have to do have to be very careful about your neck. Okay and your throat area. Okay. Um, have you ever had a, I mean, if you've ever had a lot of sore throats or, or God forbid, thyroid problems, those are potential areas here. So you need to take good care of yourself in that area and be very careful about, about when you get a cold or, or the flu, God forbid, or anything like that. Um, I, preferably, I would say, it would be very helpful for you to gargle with a little bit of salt water, some perhaps warm, salty sea salt water every day. Okay. In the evening, in the and morning. Go, and go down to the sea good. where Neptune lives and go get the salt water from the ocean and you can do that. Well, if you live oh. by the sea, you live by the sea <laughs> and you can find some, uh, some fresh, clean seawater, that would be okay. But uh, yeah. I think I would suggest go to the uh, the grocery store in your area and get some sea salt and you know I'll warm it up with a little bit of warmish water to dissolves in the glass and gargle with that would be a very good idea for you I think my dear. Um, uh, let's see. Um, <clears throat> uh, now hang on just a second. Let me update the chart for a second. It'll just take a one minute here. That's so funny because when I said sea, when I when I was saying seawater, all I kept seeing was Neptune coming out of the sea, which is why I said that to you. And water in general, anyway, isn't clean. I don't think, and you know, I, I would I would never do it. But you know, where I where I have a home up in uh, 
in the panhandle, the water is so clear that, uh, uh -huh. you know, that's salt water. And I know that because I get it in my mouth all the time in my eyes and I want to cry. So get yourself some salt, put it in water, and don't listen to me by taking any any water from the sea because gosh only knows with all the stuff it has in it, you can forget it. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, Jeffrey. <laughs> I want to say that uh, uh, when I look at your progress chart or part of the updates and updated systems we use, uh, about uh, about four months ago, you just started a new 30-year cycle in your life called a progress lunation, to be technical about it. But what this means is that you're really starting a whole new area in your life now. You're beginning again in a way. And this is going to be a great relevance in your life over the next 29, 30 years. So uh, congratulations on making a transition from being an Aries to now being a, definitely a Gemini. So you can uh, definitely start to feel more comfortable getting more chatty with people than you normally are because I know that normally you're a bit more reclusive and a little more private than many people can be. And... Uh, you know, it's okay to speak about what you know because you have a great deal of knowledge, my dear, and uh, uh, it is m appropriate that you begin to find ways of being able to share that in a way that people will be comfortable with. Now, also, in terms of the health, I would advise you to uh, be much more diligent about chewing your food very, very thoroughly when you eat. And uh, okay. because uh, with that moon in Virgo, with Pluto there, it also has a lot to do with with uh, uh, chewing your foods so that you can digest your foods much better, much more thoroughly. Because digestion and assimilation are definitely an area for you. And with Taurus on the House of Health, Taurus rules the jaw and the jawbone and the, and the mouth as well as the throat. So you want to also masticate and chew the food thoroughly so you don't choke, of course, and so you can also uh, uh, further the whole process of digestion for you. Now, you have a lot of Earth in your chart as well with all that Taurus and that Moon and Pluto and Virgo, so you can be a very practical individual naturally, uh, but also, um, uh, as uh, Bonnie was suggesting earlier, that perhaps at times you can be a little too critical, especially of yourself as well as other people who are nearest and dearest to you. So I want you to take it easy and lighten up on people, okay? And on yourself especially. Oh, yes, sir. I love that. <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to move to the next caller because I want some more people to get in here. But does that does that help you? Uh, let me ask a question, too, before I do let you go. Um, Jeffrey, when you say jawbone and chewing and stuff, does that mean, does, can you go, and does that rule like, the, but maybe I'm wrong because I'm probably wrong, but the teeth and stuff to make sure you watch all that, or is it just the jawbone? Uh, well, it's the teeth uh, as well, because with Scorpio rising in the chart, uh, ten, there is a tendency with Scorpio rising, especially, or people with a lot of planets in Scorpio, that they can have... Uh, uh, digestion or assimilation problems with calcium, magnesium, and the teeth can be, uh, and the dental health can suffer for sure. So we would okay, definitely you know, want to advise Kathy about that also. The, uh, okay. So do you, so I hope that's helped you because I'm going to move to the next caller, but I have to tell you, Jeffrey, this is so crazy. So thank you for calling. You're welcome. God bless you. Thank you. 
Have Thank a good you. evening. Thank you. you too. Um, I got to tell you, Jeffrey, how crazy cool this is. So my daughter's a Scorpio with six of eight planets in Scorpio, and she's always had teeth issues. She has beautiful teeth. But she always has to put calcium on them because they never have enough calcium. She's had more cavities than kids I've ever known, and she doesn't eat poorly. So is that crazy? Not. Nah, you'd probably have to look in her chart for something else. But she always has teeth issues and stomach issues. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, well, the sky definitely helps us to see. It's basically, you know, God's handwriting in the sky, you know? So I love that. Listen, I could have you write in the sky about me and my family for the next 35 million years, but I am going to to bring somebody else in for you. But I just want, I, I, whenever you, you say something and I know somebody who has that and I think, oh, that's their sign, it ticks off a box for me. And I just love it because it just brings me closer to know that, oh my gosh, this is not coincidence. Of course, I don't ever believe in coincidence. It's so it's so like uh, patterned, and I love it. And I think it's just amazing. So I am going to put two eight one on with you. Two eight one, you are on with Master Astrologer Jeffrey Brock. Hi. Hi, hi Bonnie. Hi Jeffrey. How are you today? Good. How are you? What's your name? I'm fine. I'm going to hand you over, Candy. Candy. Okay, my birth name is Candice. It's C A N D I C E. Okay, Candy, what is your date of birth, please? 6 1459. Uh, June 14th, 1959. Is that true? Right. And your time of birth? Per, per my birth certificate. 6 a.m. <laughs> I love and, it. Uh, Candy, where were you born? Des Moines, Iowa. Spell Des Moines for me. I'm out on a limb here. It's, it's D-E-S and then the second is M-O-I-N-E-S. M-O, um, give me the rest. D-E-S, M-O-I-N-E-S. Good morning. I think. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> and then Candy, I'm going to ask you to do something yeah. for him, so go ahead. Yeah, I already have some things, so. Okay, thank you, Candy. Okay. I love you. <laughs> oh, you do. All right, Candy. I have your chart here. Uh, I'm just updating it now. Okay. I can't wait. I can't. I am. You know, in between. Uh, let me know, Jeffrey, when you're ready. I'm going to talk to Candy. Candy, I didn't see the number you were calling in, and it's just amazing uh, how many callers. Mercury uh, retrograde uh, has hit our house. My computer doesn't want to work today. The starter's going out of the car, and the air conditioner broke down. Ah! Yeah, ah, biblical. Biblical. Okay, Candy, I'm already here. I have your chart in front of me. What would you like to? Okay. Know? What would you like to know? Pardon me. 
What do you um, want to know? About my health, I have a lot of arthritis and other assorted things. <laughs> okay. And the many assorted things, Jeffrey. Like assorted, many, many like a smorgasbord. So let's look and see what she's... <laughs> yeah. Candy, you're a Gemini, as you well know. Yeah. Uh, uh, you have a Virgo moon also, just like our last <laughs> caller. Uh, cancer was rising in the east when you were born. And uh, the, the sixth house, Saturn is sitting in your sixth house in the sign of Capricorn. Uh, Saturn is very comfortable and pretty powerful in the sign of Capricorn, which is a sign that is associated with Saturn. But Saturn, especially being in the sixth house, does identify tendencies towards arthritis of various forms, mm -hmm. of course. And uh, so uh, in your case, starting with your ascendant, uh, I have to I have to say that you need to take better care of your health, my dear. And uh, yes, go into your kitchen and throw out all the trash and start eating better. Oh, oh, oh. okay. <laughs> now uh, that's going to affect a lot of things for you and help uh, many areas over the long term in terms of your health because you're still a young person, pretty pretty much, and you have a lot of years ahead of you. And uh, so taking care of your diet, especially because with that moon, the ruler of cancer being in Virgo also, digestion and assimilation in your case is also very, very important. And uh, Yes, I have digestive problems. I have to take papaya enzyme. Well, I do agree that enzymes would be very good for you and to be regularly eating digestive enzymes uh, when mm -hmm. you eat. And even uh, yeah. within a half hour or so after a meal, especially when you've eaten a, a bigger meal, is very, very advisable for you. And right. uh, because in terms of your health, you're a little bit delicate, you know, you're a little bit um, sensitive in that area. And mm -hmm. uh, you need to also get uh, a decent amount of fresh air and exercise you do. You need to circulate the, uh, the, blood, the blood and the lymph. Uh, which is also circulation as well as the uh, okay. the uh, the oxygen in your blood. So uh, you need to get a moderate amount of exercise. Okay. Uh, uh, and I want something that you two were talking about were like where you live, and I'm Gemini, and Texas is Capricorn. We do not mix. I do not feel safe here. Okay. What do you I mean, want to do? I I want to move, but. Uh, <laughs> but what do you want to do whenever you get to wherever it is? Um, Let's say you do move. I want to take like more to classes in, in a certain area. Well, in what area? I'm metaphysical. I'm um, okay. a reader for um, Bonnie, actually. Oh, She's okay. an angel. She, talk, yeah. she speaks with the angels. Do you have a particular area you have in mind? Well, what I am being drawn to is called ancient Celtic tree hewing. So where do you want to, to move to? Do you have an idea? I want to, I, where I want, would like to move is up to Massachusetts, up by Boston. I'm being drawn there. Well, uh, you, may, you may well move to that area, but I don't see any particular lines in your astrocartography map in that area that would be uh, interesting or favorable for you. Uh, okay. I would suspect, uh, 
in terms of uh, growth and especially in that area, uh, I'm going to give you a, a few areas or a few ideas, okay? Okay. Uh, one would be uh, around Nashville, Tennessee, uh, okay. Louisville, Indianapolis, <laughs> okay. even Chicago area would be good as a big city. Uh, I'm originally from about four hours from Chicago, so that's okay. I feel safe up in that area. Yeah, that makes sense now, to me. Yeah, yeah. now uh, you could also um, uh, Boise, Idaho, if you can believe it, or pretty much. Uh, out on the west coast in California wouldn't be bad, but I wouldn't strongly advise it for you. There's no real lines okay. running through that area of the, of the uh, chart for you. Um, um, now I wouldn't advise it right now, but down in, uh, in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, would be an interesting place for you, too. Oh, I love Baton Rouge. My husband actually went to LSU. I love it there. Yeah, I think it would be a good place for you to have a, a Mercury line running right through Baton Rouge. And I think uh-huh. uh, you can really get your message out to a lot of people in that area. Yeah, I just, uh-huh. I loved Baton Rouge when he, when I went to visit him when he was there. When he was yeah. Wow, do you see anything, yeah. do you see anything else in the House of Health for her? And then, she, uh, then she'll give you a message yeah. and then we can... We, we we have so many callers on. I'm so excited about it. And by the way, everyone for who is ever listening, Jeffrey Brock will be back with different parts of astrology. So stay tuned. And this isn't his only uh, debut. So please don't feel if you don't get on that you won't speak with him. So go ahead, Candy. Could you see anything else in her house of health that she should be watching? Yes, I definitely do. I would say that uh, you are very sensitive in the liver area of your of your health, and you need to take good care of that area. So uh, okay. no oily, greasy foods, uh, alcohol, all is no good for you. Yeah, I so don't drink. I don't good. drink alcohol. I haven't since I was twenty-seven. But every once in a while, I have greasy food. Well, it doesn't agree with you at all. <laughs> it Especially doesn't agree with older. me. It'll get even harder to deal with that. So I definitely recommend staying away from it, okay? Okay. And also being very careful of your sugar intake. I'm diabetic. So take it easy on the sugars and the sweets, all right? Yeah, yeah. That's why we said I have a smorgasbord of everything. Yeah. Okay, may I give may I, um, give, give you what I saw when I first heard your voice when... What I was shown, you know what the tree of life is, right? Yes. I saw the bottom half and the upper half, and you yourself were sitting next to it with like a white, I want to call it like a uh, a white cloth on. You were sitting Uh there in like, uh, what do I call it, the meditation stance as you sat? And I saw four red foxes around you. Very good. Very interesting. Thank you so much, Candy. Yeah. Well, it's saying that you are more metaphysical than you're letting out to the, our um, viewers that you yourself is, are also can read people. Well, I have taught tarot cards. 
and uh, I've taught in the tarot cards a lot about the tree of life to people, oh. so that's very, very accurate. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't know how much, how much wisdom I've had. I tend to like to share that information when yeah. I can. When there's enough people yeah. around to but, talk to about it, I love to talk about it. But the tree of life, when it's, you know, it's down in, in the ground and it's also above, that's showing me that you also understand what's below and above. Yeah. Well, of course, one of the basis of astrology is the metaphysical hermetic law as above, so below. So that's extremely below. appropriate. Yeah. Thank so you for the fo- And for the foxes, um, I don't know what the number four means to you, but the foxes mean wisdom for what I'm being shown. Thank you. I appreciate your, your, your revealing that to me. Thank you. Okay. Thank wow, you. Wow. Have a good day. Love you, Bonnie. Love you, love you. Bye. You know, I just have to say, Jeffrey, I have the greatest listeners, the greatest callers. And when all my metaphysical group, when they want to give a message, I so encourage it. Uh, So I so appreciate, and I, I know Candy's listening, that she had a message for you. And I love the exchange of energy. I am picking up 916. 916, you are on with master astrologer, tarot reader, hypnotherapist, avatar communicator, and everything from astrology in between, Jeffrey Brock. Hi. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. Hi, Hi Jeffrey. Hi. Hi. Who am I speaking Nancy. with? Nancy. <laughs> Nancy, this is Jeffrey. Jeffrey, this is Nancy. Go for it. Hi, Nancy. Okay. Uh, hi. Yeah, my birthday is August 2nd, 1921. Hang on one moment. Hang on. Nancy, what is the date of what is the date of your birth, please? August second, nineteen fifty one. That's August second, nineteen fifty one. What time of day were you born, Nancy? Ten oh five PM. I'm sorry, repeat that. Ten oh five PM. And where were you born? Los Angeles, California. Well, that's easy. It's the that's the city of angels. <laughs> I love it. Uh, did you see that movie, City of Angels? I love that movie because Nicolas Cage is, was in it, and I don't think Miss Nicolas yeah. Cage is cute. I just love the movie. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and hey, you know. I'm just Jeffrey, we didn't your hear you. Now. Okay. I'm just, just updating let me know when... your Okay. Now, well, second, let us know when you're ready. Nancy, are you having trouble hearing? Because I am. Are you here? Are you I having trouble I hearing? I am. Yeah. Right. I Jeffrey, am. we're having trouble here. Yeah. We're try- I, you know what? I think I, I didn't say this, but maybe he's got some Mercury retrograde happening there. But, you know, <laughs> thank goodness he hasn't had it because, you know, you have, when you, you do a show like this, you can't hand do anything. So you're on a computer. So can you imagine if he had Mercury retrograde hitting his computer during the show? Like nobody would have their books. <laughs> <stuff. laughs> 
Nancy, I have to start here in front of me. Hello, yes, I'm ready. Can you hear me? Okay, I hear you now. Okay, uh, Nancy, you're a Leo, as you know, very, very much a Leo. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. uh, the moon was also in Leo when you were born, as Pluto was as well. You have a stellium, three or more planets in a sign or a house is called a stellium. You have a stellium in Leo, and uh, uh, Pisces was rising right at the end of the sign of Pisces, was rising in the east when you were born. Um, and you have Mercury and the South Node and Venus in your sixth house of health. Um, okay. So first and foremost, I want to talk to you about circulation, Nancy. Okay? Uh, there's three kinds of circulation, okay? There's the circulation of the blood, the circulation of the lymph system, and the circulation of the air or the oxygen in the, in the body as well. Now, all three of those needs to be addressed, especially in your case, okay? okay. So, uh, with Pisces rising especially, uh, you definitely need to uh, get, a little, get a little or a lot of exercise in order to stimulate these, these circulations. Otherwise, things get stagnant in the body, okay? And you also need to drink a lot of fluids, because uh, especially water, because even water has oxygen in it, of course. It is H2O. So uh, water is very important to you. And drinking a lot of water. But circulation is, is the issue in your case. Circulation and also, again, we have uh, digestion assimilation issues here as well in your case. Um, uh, but you definitely need to get exercise on a regular basis to move these things around and probably at least occasionally some good deep muscular massage would be very good for you as well. Mm, love it. <laughs> That'll feel good and also help you to feel very good and healthy as well, Nancy. Does that make sense? Oh, it does make a lot of sense. And I was just curious, in the last year, I've been just really low in energy. If you see anything, why that is happening. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Your progressed sun is now, as of today, at 13 degrees of Libra. And over the, the progressed sun was one degree per year. And it's uh, coming up to opposing your Jupiter at 14 degrees of Aries. And after that, it will be conjuncting your Neptune at 17 degrees of Libra. So you definitely need to uh, uh, motivate yourself. Uh, you need to be eating a, a lighter diet, more salad materials and fresh vegetables, mm -hmm. less meat especially, because it's very difficult for you to digest it. And you need to thoroughly chew more thoroughly everything you eat, as I've said to a couple of people here today. Um, and uh, the more you chew, the better the digestion will be. So, you know, keeping the foods in your mouth and chewing them thoroughly. So I don't want you to, to swallow anything you have not chewed thoroughly, okay? Very important with you. Um, okay. Also, um, if you can get to some place where they have a, uh, a, a spa of some kind, if you can get into a, a steam room and a sauna, that would be very, very healthy for you, too, at least occasionally. 
That'll stimulate circulations in, in many areas. It'll also give you more energy too. And uh, um, let's see now. Um, okay. How about energy drinks? <laughs> How about coffee? More coffee? <laughs> I don't drink I know, coffee. I'm all like, <laughs> <laughs> that's your problem. No, that's yeah, your coffee problem. Will only, it'll only damage you to drink coffee. Don't drink coffee. Yeah, I stopped. Uh, oh, I'm a coffee whore, so don't say that. I'm a coffee whore. And I'm not a whore in many things, but it's coffee, yes. Oh. <laughs> so, also, uh, I, I, Nancy, if you can, uh, uh, especially in the summertime like we're in right now, that eating much more fruit and fresh vegetables, or even raw salads, will help you a lot because um, you need to stimulate that liver. And the liver responds definitely, amongst other things, to uh, the, the, the flavor of uh, bitter. Bitter herbs are very good for you. Bitter vegetables is a good taste for you as well. Okay, it'll help to cleanse the liver, and that'll definitely give you a lot more energy. If you if you where do you where do you live in the country? In California. So if you can find somebody that does acupuncture, that's a certified acupuncturist, they'll be able to help you a great deal in cleansing and uh, 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 assisting your liver. Because uh, a lot of the problems right now in terms of your energy relate to a clogged liver. Okay, so you need to oh. to address that with somebody that can help you with. Some acupuncture and maybe even Chinese herbs. Wow. Oh, I love that. Now, oh, uh, I try it. personally, I say that if an acupuncturist does not give you some herbs as well, they're not probably worth it. You're only wasting your money. So, uh, acupuncture stimulates the organs for about three days, but a if they give you an herbal treatment as well. The herbs that they give you, if you take them as prescribed, will extend the value of the treatment weeks and weeks, even months. So you need to get uh, acupuncture with the Chinese herbs that they would also recommend as well. And you'll feel a lot better probably in a month or two. Oh, terrific. That's fabulous. That's great. Well, I, I, hope, he, I hope you've gotten some really uh, benefit. <laughs> How about, is, do you ever think of, well, do you ever think of, and I know probably this is, and, and we only have three minutes, and I want to give how to get a hold of Jeffrey uh, to everyone, but Jeffrey, do not recommend, and you could say no, um, I went to like a natural health food store, and uh, because I just, and I got a liver cleanse, but it was a 21-day liver cleanse. It's all these like herbs and pills and stuff, and I only did like four, because can't swallow all those pills. I just did, it got monotonous for me, an ADD an individual, but do you recommend that like a, a an organic liver cleanse uh, for someone can't who can't get a, to an acupuncturist. If you can't find an acupuncturist that's a good one, then definitely something out of the health food store in terms of a liver cleansing would be very good as well. So no problem there. Okay. Well, I hope that I, he's given you so some much. help. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> 
Please call back. <laughs> we we uh we love having everybody, and I love this show. So thank you, and I uh, uh, hope you call us and let us know how that works. Because I really do feel that when he gives you information, especially in the health department, if you try it, it's going to get you a long way. So I, I I'd love to hear feedback from all of this. So. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. We have about 90 seconds, Jeffrey, and I know it's just so much information and everybody is so excited about you being here. For everybody who didn't get in, Jeffrey will be hopefully coming back and doing some series on all different types of astrology. If you would like a private reading with Jeffrey, master astrologist Jeffrey Brock, and oh my gosh, Tarot, I need to bring you back here. Please get a hold of him. His number is 877-7375. And you can write him or email him at brock120 at bellsouth.net. He also has jeffreybrock.com. Get a hold of Jeffrey. He does this for a living. He's amazing, as you just heard a little piece of him today. Jeffrey, it's an honor and a pleasure to have you. I thank you so much. And please take me up on the coming back and doing some series here. Bonnie, it's been wonderful. Uh, thank you so much for having me on your show today. I've enjoyed it tremendously. Thank you. Have a great day. And everyone, I will see you back here. You know, one o'clock, you can't get away from me. It is Bonnie Albers, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.